welcome to Embrace Your Brand, the podcast that inspires you to explore who you are beneath the surface, to share your personal stories that will connect you with your tribe, and encourage you to unleash your power within. I want to share something absolutely amazing with you, and it's my website. No, it's not just my website. It's actually the platform that I use to design and create and run everything uh, for my website. It's called Shine Pages. It is one of the most amazing platforms I've come across yet, and just the fact that it's user-friendly, especially if you've not done website development before or if you're just getting started it's a great tool to get started because it also incorporates your email marketing landing pages contact forms booking options and so much more Um, it is something that i absolutely love and one of the best things is i got to meet and connect with the designer of this platform so i'm going to share with you guys my affiliate link. So if you want to use Shine Pages for starting or growing your business, then use this link and you can get started today. There will be the link in the show notes for you, or you can go to shinepages.com forward slash a forward slash embrace. So check it out. You'll love it. So I believe that the things we outgrow should kind of tell us what we're ready for next. At least I think that's the lesson they try to teach us, but not always are we ready and receptive to understand what that means uh, because sometimes it's really hard to let go of the things that we outgrow. So I'll get into this topic here in just a second, but I want to bring you today's verse and it is Psalms 23 verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So I had from my earliest childhood memory, a friend who was my best friend for years. Uh, We grew up together. We would see each other at church. We would have play dates. I'd go to her house or she would come to my house. And she was pretty much my one and only friend. Uh, Growing up as a homeschooler, you don't have that many people around you a lot. So you have, well, for my case, I had very few and far between friends. Most of the time, the people, they're the kids that I played with. They were my cousins or my cousin's cousin. And that was this case. My cousins, they had a cousin and she was uh, my very best and closest friend. And It was so nice having that relationship at a young age, having someone that I could kind of, you know, be more of myself around. I don't think I reached the point where I was 100% me around her all the time, but I was really close. Um, There were some things that I loved about her. There were some things where I'm like, I don't really like that she does this, but you know, when you're friends with somebody, you really overlook a lot of that sometimes. Um, but about 
sometime after I got married and had kids, um, the relationship that we had really started to separate. It really started to fade. We didn't see each other as repetitively. We were kind of in different stages of life. You know, after getting married and her being my maid of honor, it was like I went on to do this thing in life. I went on to be the wife. I went on to be a mom. And even though she was there and I could, you know, tell her that, hey, I'm pregnant or, you know, bring my baby over or her come over and see me. It just was like, I felt that there was this disconnect sort of because she was working, she was building a career, but I was over here as the stay-at-home mom and our relationship really kind of fizzled out and it was very hard for me for several years, I think, to just come to terms because for a while I thought, well, did I do something wrong? Like she didn't want to text me or reach out to me or say, hey, let's do lunch or anything. And I didn't receive much from her end of the relationship, even though there were times where I would try to text her and start a conversation or I would send her cards, send her a note or do something, but I didn't feel anything reciprocated. And I kind of blamed myself of like, well, was it me? Because I went on and, you know, really spent more time with my family and she didn't have that yet. Or, um, you know, like, were she not like me anymore? Like, is she mad at me? Does she not care that we're friends anymore? And even when she got married, I'm like, I got an invitation to the wedding, but I thought, you know, being best friends growing up, that maybe I would have had a little bit more standing than that. And honestly, that bothered me. And I think it was just a couple of years ago that I finally came to the realization of sometimes we outgrow people in our lives. Sometimes, you know, friends are only meant to stay with us for a season. Not all friends are made to stay with us for a lifetime. And I had to look at it as I am so grateful for her being there in my childhood years, being able to grow up with her, because there were things that I admired from her. There were things that I learned from her. There were things, a lot of times I was jealous, like she could make friends, she could talk to people, she had opportunities to be around other kids and to socialize and to make friends. Whereas I didn't feel I had a lot of that. Plus I was the shy and the quiet one and um, a bit more selective, I would say, when it came to having friends, just because I can't just, didn't feel like I could be myself around anybody. So I had to do a lot of reflection on this. There were times where I opened up to some women, some friends of mine, and just told them like how difficult this was for me to really let go of, to feel like, okay, I don't need to keep working at this relationship if there's nothing there for me anymore. Um, it's not completely my fault that this fell out, that maybe this was God's plan, that in order to be the better version of myself, to, to grow, I needed to get out from under <laughs> this relationship where I felt more like the follower and less like a leader, less my own individual and strong self and more of like this 
I'll just do what she's doing. I'll stay in the shadow or I'll let her speak for me. Since I didn't talk much as a kid, there were times where she would talk for me or she would nudge me. She's like, Laura, talk, say something, you know? And I'm just like, now you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> and I wouldn't. Um, so I, I believe now that having been through this friendship, and now on the other side of it, that I had to grow out of needing her as being my one and only and best friend and really open myself up to learning how to be friends with new people. I'll be honest, I read books on how to make friends, how to have friendships with other girls. Um, I've started the book um, by Dale Carnegie, how to win and influence friends, or I can't think of the title of that exactly, but I ran across a very, very old copy of this at like a thrift store or something and, and got it. So I've started reading it, but I haven't got all the way through yet. And it's just because I felt this need after having come out of this one and only friendship in my life to realize I don't have very many friends what's like, what's the deal? I, I think I need more. I think I need to understand how to have these relationships, how to grow these friendships, but sticking with, you know, the topic of how we sometimes will outgrow people, how we sometimes will outgrow relationships. And, you know, that is a very hard thing, I believe, to either pivot out of or to say goodbye to certain relationships I know for myself, I'm, I don't know, very, very bent on having just a few very close friends. I realized that that actually works so much better for me. So that's like why my husband is my absolute best friend. We've been married almost well, 13 years and, you know, there's, there's so many more dynamics as we're, you know, living daily life together and enhancing our friendship as well as just our marriage. But even the fact of taking on entrepreneurship and diving into meeting people, building working relationships, but I've also found I've built a lot of really good acquaintance relationships and just very few deeper relationships. And these deeper relationships and acquaintances have been something that are so good for me that had I only relied on having this one friend and putting all my energy and effort into trying to make it work and, you know, try to build back what used to be there years ago, it would have done me more harm than good because I needed to see it as I outgrew her. I learned what I could from her. I got what I could and needed from that relationship. Now I need others. Now I need different ones. Um, a book I read talked about, you know, how on average, every seven years, it like or seven years is the average span we'll have maybe a friend in our life. So you think about every seven years, you're getting new people and saying goodbye to old ones, I guess. Um, and I thought, oh, if that's the case, I really need to start looking a little bit broader of who can I invite into my life and who can I establish a friendship with 
Um, I had another friend who lives locally to me that uh, I met her not long after I married my husband and, you know, she was kind of his friend and her husband was his friend. And for a while, we didn't really get on till kind of, I don't know, in the last five, six years or something like that, we started becoming friends. And uh, even to this day, we're friends. We have a semi-close relationship, uh, but we don't see or talk to each other frequently. Um, and even though that didn't turn into like, oh, this wonderful friendship where I talk to her every single day or whatever, that's okay. We'll find the right fit for different people in our lives as to like how frequently we're going to talk to them, how much input they're going to have in our lives. Um, and what energy we're really going to put into that relationship. Right now, I really value people who understand where I'm at as someone who's building a business, building a brand, trying new things like this podcast, for instance, um, or getting to know myself on deeper levels, getting to find a rhythm and a framework for how I want to grow my business, type of people that I want to work with. And I have you know, a couple of friends who understand that who I feel I can go and talk to and be completely open with what's going on, what's on my mind, what's on my heart, where I'm struggling, if I'm having a bad day, if I just need to pick me up, or um, if I if I just need someone to voice things out to and have a sounding board. So understand that, especially like, and this is the way I understand it is, relationships will change and I believe new people will come into your life based on where you're at what you need and where you want to get to and embracing those having said goodbye to the older relationships or those that aren't serving you in the current moment and saying hello welcome I'm so glad you're here how can we be better acquainted, be better friends? Because I actually need you. I need you to be a better person. I need you to help me get to that next level that I want to get to, um, to learn new things. And that's one of the great things about having these friendships is that they can help you to grow in ways that maybe you didn't think possible. I know a couple of the friends that I have They've challenged me in ways and in good ways to try things a little different, to lean into my own intuition on some things, to trust in myself. And just they've just been there in the most loving and encouraging way. Now, had I not leaned into this and not made my peace with past friendships, then I would have missed the opportunity to really engage in these new friendships. And I, I can tie all this in to why it's important when you're building a business and building a brand is that you pay attention to the relationships that you have that are supporting you. If you have relationships that are draining you, that you're pouring so much energy into and not receiving, 
anything from, like they're not lifting you up, they're not supporting you. It's actually going to be hurting you when you're trying to grow your business, when you're trying to establish this persona, connect with people. You're not going to be able to do that as well if you're still holding on to these relationships that aren't serving you. Now, that's not to say that if your husband's not supportive, you need to just <laughs> uh, nix that. I'm not saying that at all. There, There's times where they understand what they're, that what we're doing when we're growing a business. And there's times where it takes them a little while to catch on, to really understand, okay, this is an actual business. I understand what you're doing. Um, and then they will get more of that support. Or some can be very supportive from the get-go. That relationship, I don't believe, needs to go anywhere. Nurture that relationship because that's going to be one of your best ones ever. Um, but I am saying like for other people that come into your life, you know, as you're growing this business, pay attention to which ones are really serving you and helping you to be successful, to really step into who you are that embrace you for who you are and encourage you to stand out in that authentic, unapologetic way, like the ones who are sitting on the sidelines, applauding you, yelling your name, like as if you're running this race and you're doing a great job, like you want those people that are going to be there cheering you on when you do something. Like if you're making your very first podcast episode, you have people that are super excited for you and they're like, I can't wait to listen to this. Or if you're, let's say that you're finally launching this new program or service and they're like, this is so good. And they're honest and open with you of like, I can see that this really fits you and who you are and your skills and expertise. Or if they see you doing something, they're like, really? I didn't thought this matched you. Can you explain like why you're, why you're offering this service? Like, I didn't, I didn't know you had those skills or I didn't know you wanted to do this. Like those that may lovingly embrace you and even ask you those tough questions. I'm so thankful that I have relationships where I, you know, my friends will ask me these tough questions. You know, I had a, a mentor who was a really great friend and you know, there was a time where she asked me, Laura, why did you post this? This doesn't feel like you at all. I'm afraid it's going to damage your brand more than it's going to help. Like, where did this come from? And I thought, you're right. I, I don't need to have that on there. It was kind of a moment of frustration from what someone else had said. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. This doesn't match me at all. It kind of goes against my brand. And so I took it down, but I'm like, I'm grateful that she took the time to see what I was doing and call me out on it. And the same thing too, of a really good friend of mine who I was talking about, like some work that I was doing, I'm thinking this is driving me nuts. I'm having to clock in, clock out, clock in, clock out, and like try to keep up with my time for who I was working for. And I'm like, this is not serving me. She's like, why don't you just make up a proposal and, you know, tell them what you will do every month. And they just pay you a set amount so that you do that work for them, regardless of if it takes you 30 minutes or an hour, 
if it takes you five hours or 10 hours, you know, whatever it is that you have to do for them every month. And I'm like, that would feel so much better. And she really helped to instill confidence in me of being able to come up with that proposal. I sent it to her. I was like, please look over this. How does it sound? She gave me some feedback and some critiques on that. So I was able to send it in and she's like, okay, be positive, be positive when you send this in that they will give you a good response. And it worked. It worked. It, they were receptive. They accepted my proposals. And I thought, I'm like, this is fantastic. I can feel so much more ease working with these clients now that I'm not having to track every single minute or hour of time that I'm putting in. And I had to go back to her and I was like, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for this because I didn't feel like I could do that. And you helped me see that I could, that there was absolutely nothing wrong with changing it up, with asking for a different arrangement. And also you helped me see that I could have the courage to do this, that I was more than worth being able to do this because then I would serve them better not feeling stressed and undervalued, but I could go into this feeling positive that I could, I could put this out there and at worst they could say no. And I'm right back where I'm at, but, but I took that action because they helped me see that I could do this and having a relationship like that, that encourages you, that gives you these ideas they help you see more of the potential you have inside of yourself. That is one of the best things is when you can find an, a friendship who will help you see the potential you have inside of yourself until you start recognizing it yourself. And then when you start recognizing it, then you can be moving, growing, embracing who you are because you've had that help to really get to see who you are from a different perspective. Sometimes it's really great. I say sometimes. It's always really great to have friends who will pour into you and remind you of the amazing person that you are. And this is why I have built the Creative Greenhouse. It's a membership. It's a monthly membership. And it's a space for us just to really pour into each other, to really take notice of each other and appreciate each other and be there to magnify and show you just how amazing you are and help you to embrace that and to stand in your own power, to nurture yourself, to build this environment around you that helps you be successful. And it's done in many different ways, but I feel like the community itself is such an expansive place for growing. You know, it's called the creative greenhouse because we want this greenhouse effect where we can grow year round despite what's going on because we've put ourselves in an environment where we can really thrive. We can really tend to the things that we need so we can establish firm foundations, firm roots, We can start sprouting these beautiful ideas of what we want to do for ourselves, for our business, for our families, and establish just a thriving environment where you can become 
your brand. You can become authentically yourself and feel good about putting that out into the world. And it will attract the right people to you. So I'm going to put all that into the show notes. If you're interested in joining us at the Creative Greenhouse, please go check it out. Um, Decide for yourself if it's right for you. I totally invite you to be a part of it, but you make that decision on your own if you want to accept that invitation. So think about like the friendships. Who are you surrounding yourself with? I want to leave you with this of know who your tribe is. Know if the people in your tribe are people who are lifting you up, who are embodying the things and working on themselves in the way that you want to do, and also who can help to see the things in your life that you're not seeing. They can shine a light on those things and help you to grow, help you to move, help you to up-level yourself, but most importantly, help you to embrace your brand. Your brand is your identity. It's who you are. And as an entrepreneur, you're coming into this grand market space. And the only way that you're going to get the clients you fit well with is when you can show up having embraced who you are, your identity, and been able to put that out there in front of others. So our environment is super important. People we have around us is super important. And I hope this podcast episode has helped you today to really kind of think about that. Um, I love being able to share my past stories because maybe there's something that you can gain from that. I know there's definitely things that I gain from looking at my past and reflecting on things that have happened. And I just feel honored to be able to share that with you today. So I hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you soon. you enjoyed this podcast episode please take a screenshot and tag me on your instagram at laura glass designs oh and if you don't mind i'd love if you would leave a review over on apple podcasts i am so grateful for your support and hope this not only helps you but can also help others and that will only happen when we encourage each other and you share this by the way speaking of encouragement I host an encouraging women's Zoom call every other Tuesday, and you are more than welcome to join us. You'll find the link in my Instagram bio. Last but not least, if you'd like to know more about how I can help you with growing and establishing your business brand, go check out my Instagram page. There are pinned posts with info as well as the link to my website and other great resources. You can find all this in the show notes too. Plus, my DMs are always open for you to drop your questions or just to say hi. I'll see you soon.